You're listening to Simulcast, a podcast about healthcare simulation. So, greeting to our Simulcast listeners. I'm Victoria Brazel, and this is a short podcast to tell you a little bit about the Australasian Simulation Congress, which is coming up here on the Gold Coast from the 2nd to the 5th of September. So, what I've got to tell you about is what that is, uh, when it is, how you can register, and I've got a couple of interviews with a couple of important people at the ASC. So if you're interested in more, can I ask you to go to the website simulationcongress.com uh, where you can see the program and find the registration. Simulcast will be there, of course. We'll be doing a live journal club like we did at Don't Forget the Bubbles and some live on-stage interviews with a couple of guests. We'll also be interviewing some keynote speakers and giving a little bit of a wrap session uh, from each day of the conference. So if you can't be there, Simulcast will be covering it for you. But by way of a taster, I've got two interviews that I wanted to share with you, one with the conference convener, Sharon Clipperton, and one with uh, another friend of Simulcast, one of the keynote speakers, and that is Dr. Komal Bajaj. So I'm going to start by jumping into a uh, chat with Sharon, who's the conference convener. She works at the Mater Hospital, and I'm going to get her to tell us a little bit about herself and a bit about the conference. So Sharon, tell us about you. So I'm the simulation manager at Mater Education in South Brisbane. I'm a nurse midwife by profession and have been involved in health for around 30 years and in simulation for the past 10 years. So at Mater Education, we deliver simulated activities through the centre and also in situ. So my interest is in immersive simulation and teamwork training, particularly in the maternity space. Thanks, Sharon. So you're just up the road from us. But uh, now let's turn our attention to the conference. What are you looking forward to in terms of the keynote speakers? So I'm really looking forward to hearing from Dr. Komal Bajaj, who is uh, one of the keynote speakers, and she is head of quality and safety for the New York Health Board. And she's going to share with us the notion of new power and creating sustainable change. That certainly sounds like a cool title. Uh, What does it actually mean? So this draws from the Institute for Healthcare Improvement Psychology of Change Framework and the concept of new power um, that supports and sustains quality improvement activities in the clinical space. And I think this will be of interest for all of us in healthcare who want to create and sustain change within the healthcare environment. Yes, and our other keynote speaker is Walter Greenleaf. So Dr. Walter Greenleaf um, from Stanford University um, will join us to talk about virtual and augmented realities and digital technologies in healthcare. And this is something that I'm ashamed to say I know very little about, but I hope after hearing Dr. Greenleaf, um, I'm going to have better understanding and maybe some hints and tips of application in in healthcare education using these technologies. It's interesting that Dr. Greenleaf started his research um, in VR and AR almost 40 years ago and I was chatting with him and he was telling me that it was actually in Melbourne around that time um, in the early 1980s. So I think it's going to be a great experience for him to come back to Australia and see what's happening um, down under since then. Yes, and I think sometimes we think a lot of these ideas are completely new 
when in fact their foundations are many years ago. All right, let's turn our attention to the abstracts now and some of the other great things that are going to be on offer. So we've had a record number of submissions this year, which is really exciting. Some of the topics that I've seen um, that have been accepted are that I'm interested in are safety in simulation, both psychological and physical, debriefing and the use of innovation and emerging technologies um, in the undergraduate and postgraduate space. And it's exciting to see the um, interprofessional um, teaching and education that's going on too. So I think we are going to be spoke for choice with the concurrent sessions that are on offer. So for people who haven't been before, one of the interesting things about the SIM Congress is that SIM Health, those of us doing healthcare education simulation, is combined with the other simulation modalities. So think aviation, the military, many other disciplines that simulation is used. And this always makes for some interesting experiences in both the exhibition hall and uh, on the plenary stages. Can you tell us a bit about that combination? So yes, this is a combined event with the um, technical stream. And I think for those of who haven't been before, there are opportunities there to have a look and see what's going on in different industries such as defence, aviation and transport and look at what we can learn from that technical space and bring across into the health streams. So I know for me the opportunity to um, look more into the VR and AR, um, there is a precinct that I will certainly be uh, walking through um, and looking at how I can learn a little bit more um, and apply that into the area that I actually work in. Yes, and without giving too much away, it's also a chance to potentially drive a tank simulator or an aircraft simulator if you have a little bit of free time from your coffee. Uh, what other highlights can we expect, Sharon, before we wrap up here? Tell us what else uh, should we be looking out for? So, yeah, other highlights, I think, is definitely the destination. The Gold Coast is a fantastic place to visit. There's heaps to do and see, but also lots of opportunity to relax too. And the weather at that time of year is, is great too. There are masterclasses on offer, so take the opportunity to check some of those out on the Monday, um, both in the morning and the afternoon. So these masterclasses give us the opportunity to take a deeper dive into some more specialised topics. Um, and these are presented by the keynote speakers and industry experts who are leaders in their field. So just a reminder there, simulationcongress.com, if you go to the website, that's where you can sign up for those masterclasses if you have a little bit of a look at uh, more examples of them. So the Sim Fringe is also um, a fun um, sideline to the Congress. It's, it's a less formal side and it allows you to meet new people and think a little bit differently. So there's heaps of social activities and network and there's also a film festival allowing you, show, you to showcase your work in a short five minute YouTube video and get some feedback if you're needing some direction with some of your activities. So lots of innovative formats. Thanks Sharon, we'll uh, look forward to seeing you there. So check the website out um, and come and join us down at the Gold Coast later on this year. You're listening to Simulcast. So I also got to talk with one of the keynote speakers, Komal Bajaj, who many of you would remember from other appearances on Simulcast. 
and also because she's well published in the literature on a variety of topics, including the Pearl's debriefing framework and some great infographics she's done on that recently, as well as the no-go guidelines for in-situ simulation. Uh, but Coma, why don't you tell us about you, give us your pitch, and uh, what's really interesting and exciting to you in simulation right now? Hey, everyone. I'm Como, and I'm a change agent. I'm also a chief quality officer, an OBGYN geneticist, and clinical director for the Simulation Center within New York City Health and Hospitals, the largest municipal health system in the United States of America. Now that I'm lucky enough to have a seat at the hospital leadership table, I have a much clearer understanding of the pressures and priorities that hospitals grapple with, especially as it relates to the areas that I work in, quality improvement, patient safety, risk management, and regulatory requirements. I really focused my efforts on strategically deploying simulation and debriefing as an accelerant for these domains and measuring the return on investment, even when value is not strictly monetary. For example, how can simulation debriefing be utilized to promote a culture of safety or enhance the fruits of a success cause analysis? I have no doubt that simulation and debriefing are a key part of the future of quality improvement. So this is music to my ears as one who does in situ and translational simulation, hoping to achieve those kind of outcomes. And I'm going to give a quick uh, self-indulgent shout-out now. When I uh, got to write an editorial for BMJ Quality and Safety recently, I couldn't find a better person than Comal to talk about how we connect simulation and quality improvement. So, uh, Comal, tell us then about your talk. I am thrilled to be able to join the Australasian Simulation Conference. I'm really hoping that together we can explore strategies to purposely build agency in ourselves, our teams, and our healthcare delivery systems. Because at the end of the day, though there are many examples of how healthcare simulation and debriefing have impacted team performance, staff well-being, and patient care, How we embed these sustainable, scalable programs remains challenging. There are strategies within change management literature that can really help us in crafting programs that stick. Yeah, and I think you've hit on a huge challenge there for people, sustainability, funding, and just people resources. How hard is that? So I know we'll hear more about that during the conference, but can you tell us a little bit, as an experienced uh, keynote speaker, how do you prepare yourself for a talk like this, Komal? I think our listeners would love to hear. When it, co- when it comes to preparing for a talk like this, I've actually learned a lot from you, Vic. I took pen to post-it notes to map out ideas. I thought a lot about how I like to be engaged and what examples outside of healthcare might be relevant. As a relatively new leader myself, I'm always thinking deeply about not just the knowledge, skills, and attitudes required for success, but what do we need to know as change agents that will help us accelerate our work and make impact for our patients. Sounds good. And uh, tell us, what are you looking forward to yourself by coming for your visit and your talk and to Australia? I'm really looking forward to coming to the Gold Coast. Frankly, I've always wanted to visit Australia, and I'm really excited that I'm going to be able to do so and connect 
with so many other amazing simulationists. I'm really excited to be able to connect with people that I've seen in person or I've met in person, and also so many people that I fangirl on Twitter. I'm also really excited about the opportunity to learn about other industries and how they're deploying simulation. Uh, And last but not least, I'm uh, really excited to be able to travel with my family, specifically my five-year-old twins. And I'm really excited for them to have the opportunity to see me deliver the keynote. They've been coming to the Sim Center since they could walk and they know all about mannequins um, and simulators. And I'm really excited for them to see this other element of simulation and debriefing. Well, Komal, I hope you're just as excited about that travel with your five-year-olds after 20 hours on the plane. But uh, how exciting that you're getting to bring them with you. That actually is a lovely uh, part of that story. So thank you very much. And again, for our listeners, uh, check out simulationcongress.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Remember the 2nd to the 5th of September. And if you're unfortunate enough not to make it to the Gold Coast that week, we will be covering the proceedings via Simulcast. I'm Victoria Brazel signing off. You're listening to Simulcast.